you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Welcome back to NFL Total Access, the locker room. We're back after a summer hiatus for the season. I'll be joined by my NFL media colleague and friend, Jeezy, Mike Garofolo. Mike, what's going down, big dog? It's GMFB weekend available whenever you want it, basically. <laughs> so that's that's what we got. I'm excited. This is great that we're going to get to chop it up because we always say when we do GMFB weekend, oh, save it for the podcast. Well, that podcast hasn't existed until now. So I'm fired up that we've got a dumping ground. I don't even want to call it a dumping ground because that's the stuff that we really want to dig into. And we will here. Exactly. You guys know we're going to let you guys in on what players and coaches really talk about inside the locker room. We'll be welcoming guests to the podcast all season. But today is just me and Mike G. We're going to break it all down and get y'all ready for the start of the 2021 season. But Mike, first, before we get into any of the hot topics, we start the podcast with a locker room story. So this is your first time hosting, being on, whatever you want to say it. So this is your first time to give us uh, your locker room story. And yes, we want all the juicy details, Jeezy. Let's get it. Well, so uh, usually it's a player who played in the NFL. I mean, I didn't play or I didn't coach, right? So I can go two ways with this one. I can give you my locker room story as a reporter covering the NFL, or I can give you my high school locker room story, or I can give you both. You, you give us both, actually, right. because, yeah, I remember the football picture with your porno mustache, man. Yeah, it's just a mustache and yeah. you're bald already. And you're like, no, 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 no. I had a four and a half <laughs> my senior year. I had about two years left. Little did I know. <laughs> had I known my hair and I would have I would have taken my hair out and appreciated it because I, I would have known that it was uh, anyway. Um, yeah. Back in high school, I remember we got we had these lockers that just had a shelf up top and then the open space underneath to kind of hang stuff. And then right before, I guess it was maybe my sophomore year, or my junior year, we got the full metal cage lockers with the closing doors or whatever. And uh, the seniors couldn't wait to stuff one of the, the, the youngins in there, one of the sophomores, I guess it was. And uh, the, the kid had been, you know, kind of tortured. I felt bad for him. Uh, um, and so they, they, they go to go put him in there and he goes, well, hold on. No, wait, to save myself from getting injured, getting stuffed into this locker. I'm just going to put myself in there, right? He was proactive. I'm going to get, why stuff me out. in here? Yeah. I'm going to put my, so he, he voluntarily walks into the locker and then they slam the locker shut on him. So now he's stuck in there, but the front had an open grate on the locker, which I yeah. guess was for airing out the pads and the, and the pants. They didn't stink in there. So they grabbed a bucket that was filled with, rainwater and i think bodily fluids and i think they added to it and then they took y'all the used bucket. to pee in a bucket bro well i think Ugh. they did it for this prank <laughs> what the it. so they y'all are terrible and they threw i didn't do this i was, i think i was in this this kid's were class. you a senior were you a senior on that team no i was a, i was a, i was an underclassman oh, so you i were, watched okay. this thing and i maybe i should have you know 
intervened, but I, I wasn't going to take a, you know, you know how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> I felt, I mean, that was, this is not team building stuff, right? There's team building pranks. And then there was yeah. this, I mean, I remember they had to, they shaved the one kid's head kind of looked like this, but he had, you know, a little patch in the front, a little patch in the back. Cool. I thought this one was a little too, too far. I mean, and then the kid walks out, they finally opened the locker. Oh. He walks out, he's dripping wet. It was, see, bad. I would have been fighting. We, I would have fought somebody off of that. You don't. Yeah, do he didn't. He just he just took it. I, that was a little much. I mean, there, there was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's my playing locker room story. Okay. My covering the locker room story. You know, you always talk about bulletin board material. And then the players would tell you, no, there's no actual bulletin board. Right. But I remember I, I see your face. <laughs> I remember uh, the I was covering the Giants. The Eagles had beaten them in the playoffs and late in the game. Donovan had run to the side lines with uh, he, he held the ball he scrambled he runs in the side and he went all the way to the giants bench falls under the giants bench grabs the phone up to the coach's box and puts it to his ear as if to say you know because the game was in hand the eagles had won it oh, at that point that was so hard. that was a topic the next season we kept asking the players all week long you know do you remember that moment do you want to get them back for that and they were poo-pooing it. No, 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 no. Well, they had just moved into their new facility. And so their locker room, the, the PR staff escorted us out the wrong way. They meant to take us out the wrong, the one way, but one of the junior PR folks escorted the media out and they walk us by the player's entrance. And sure enough, there is a bulletin board. And I remember seeing it. And there's a picture of Donovan with the phone to his ear and it says, remember the phone. Now, I, 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 we, had just, we had just gone through this thing, the PR staff and I, about how I had written something one time about player grades, right? The players yeah. got their grades and they left it on the floor. It's a long story, but OCU Manura was upset. He walked out of the facility. And the next day I saw his grades for the game were good from his position coach, yet he had been called out by his defensive coordinator. So that's why he got it. So I wrote that. So they were really upset with me observing something that a player or somebody didn't exactly tell me. So I remember seeing the bulletin board and I was the only reporter that saw it. And I made eye contact with the PR guy who was upset with me the day before the, the, the week before. And I looked at him and I gave him the look like, all right, I'm going to let this one go because of our conversation. And I never reported it. And I never said anything, but I did confirm for my own purposes that the bulletin board actually. Jeezy, that's why you one of the best in the business, if not the best in the business, man. You know how to keep secrets. You know, you use stuff as leverage when you need to. I like it, man. I like it, dog. Now look, let's get into some. Let's get into some more current events or what's going on right now. Cam Newton has been released out in New England. Mac Jones is presumably, presumably the starting quarterback. Give us your thoughts on that, man, because... I personally think it's a wrap for Cam Newton. I don't think he plays no more. I don't see any opportunity out there where a team could possibly change an entire offense for him. I don't think he's the 2015 version of himself. And I don't see this guy as a backup quarterback. So, yeah. yeah. What are your thoughts on this? We've we've been talking about this, Mike, around the last couple of years where, you know, I said that the, the, the 2015 Cam Newton, who was throwing lasers off of his back foot, Right. Because he's just he just had such incredible arm strength that he can get away with a lot of stuff. That guy doesn't exist anymore. Right. Now, the question was, is he good enough? Is he good enough after all those arm surgeries? And he said, can he throw the ball enough? I actually was surprised. I thought he showed he had a little bit more than I thought he did left in the tank the last couple of years from an arm strength standpoint. Uh, but 
you're right. I mean, at this point, if you're the, the, the Patriots and you say, well, we've seen enough from Mac Jones that we're going to turn it over to him. Mm-hmm. Would you rather have Brian Hoyer, the guy that's just going to be happy to be there? Or would you rather have Cam Newton who, and I'm not saying he's going to be a disturbance, but that's a big presence, it's right? A huge that's a presence. That, yeah. It's so, and, and I don't know what the conversations were uh, with the team and with Cam Newton. I, I don't know how eager he would have been to be a backup. I'm, I'm curious to know that, but I would imagine that that was part of it. You know, let, let's have the guy Hoyer, who's going to be kind of like a pseudo coach. Now I will add this too. I'm going to say, I'm going to mention this. Yeah. I was told that Mac Jones who didn't know the news before it broke. I don't think a lot of people knew. I think it was just very select people who knew before it broke. Mac Jones called Cam Newton to t- to thank him for everything he had done the last couple of months. So really? Cam Newton still a pro. Okay. But again, that's a big figure hanging over Mac Jones shoulder. Maybe you just want it with a clean slate with a guy that he didn't compete with. I, the only thing, and I'll ask you this. Mm-hmm. The only thing is to me, Mac Jones got reps with the ones in training camp. And certainly when Cam Newton was down, but Cam started every preseason game Yep. It, to me, like you, you think you would have some kind of, well, if we're leaning towards Mac, let's see what he looks like out of the shoot in these games, working with the ones from the jump. But Bill Belichick thinks differently. I don't think they wanted to disrespect Cam. I think, I think Bill Belichick has a tremendous amount of respect for Cam Newton. First of all, as a competitor, the fact that Cam has beat Bill Belichick a few times when he was in Carolina, the the style of offense in which he runs. And I also think Bill Belichick recognizes the energy and the juice that Cam brings to a team. That's why I don't think this guy could be a backup. I mean, he runs out on the the practice field. He's getting everybody excited. Everybody's enthusiastic. He knows how to engage the fans. Again, it's a big reason why this guy cannot be a backup quarterback. Now, I think he's done. Okay, I think we don't see Cam Newton again. I just I think he still thinks he's, you know, one of the top 32 guys in this league. Um, uh, I don't see any I don't see any opportunities out there with any teams where you just look and say, hey, this coaching staff could possibly change everything for Cam Newton. I am interested to see whether Bill Belichick maybe offered Cam and offered Cam an opportunity to stay on the team as a backup and maybe be a red zone type of runner quarterback type of a guy, because. That's 11 on 11 football down there. Um, But I think at the end of the day, he looked at just Cam's effect on the team. Nobody wants to split a locker room. And then you look at this lot, you look at this team, they have the tight ends. They have some guys on the outside. They have a dominating run blocking offensive line. And they got They got guys on defense that can, that can keep points down. I just don't know if we see Cam Newton uh, back at the starting role anymore, Jeezy. Yeah. Well, and I think it's two things with regard to the backup. Cause again, I'm, I'm, I'm not looking at this like, Oh, Cam Newton would have been sulking every day or he would have been a negative presence. It's not that. that. Yeah. It's and I covered the preseason game against the Eagles a couple of weeks ago. Um, Cam Newton had just gone for x-rays, right? Like this was part of it, right? Uh, our audio guy, I get down there, get ready. He goes, Hey, Cam just came out. I said, Cam Newton. He goes, Yeah, he just came out of the x-ray room. I said, You're sure. Number one. He says, Yeah, Cam Newton. I know. I I said, You're positive because I don't want to report the wrong thing here, right? And so I literally, as we're having this conversation, the Pats had an interception or a fumble or something, right? And we're standing outside the tunnel of the end zone. And you see the players are coming back from celebrating in the end zone on their way back to the sideline. And it was all the backup defensive players who were in the game at the time. And then there was Cam Newton. And he's going, he's going, yeah, yeah. And he's you know toward the crowd and he's, he's being Cam as he's running along. 
And I turned to my audio guy. I said, that guy, that's the guy you're talking about. I just want to make sure you, because yeah, yeah, he, that's the guy. Turns, I mean, the x-rays, it, whatever, it's besides the point. He, I know the team said he went on a medical trip. Yeah. And that's what the COVID situation with him and the misunderstanding and all that stuff. So there, there probably was some kind of medical situation that they were monitoring, but nothing that, that kept him off the field. But long story short, there he is in the fourth quarter of a game celebrating with the team. And, you know, he's not the kind of guy to just stand there and hold a clipboard no. and be part of the meetings and all that stuff. So that's one thing. And the other thing is, what if Mac Jones struggles, mm. right? Nobody's going to sit there and say, well, you got to get Brian Hoyer in there. Right. But you would say, well, you got to get Cam Newton in there. And that's what you don't want. You're turning this thing over to Mac Jones for the long haul. So I think that was a huge reason why the Patriots are, are, are moving on here and not just keeping them on the roster. Because some teams will say, well, we paid them. So we might as well keep them there because we've, we've got guaranteed money and what we paid them already. Patriots said, no, we don't care about that. We'd rather do what's best for the team in the long run. I actually think Josh McDaniels and the offensive staff don't really, I don't say they don't know because they're very smart guys, but that's a totally different offense when you're dealing with Cam Newton as opposed to a Brian Hoyer or, or a, a Mac Jones or a Tom Brady, so to speak. So I do think it was a challenge in that regard of just coming up, just coming up with offense. Do you think Cam Newton could be a bridge quarterback, uh, you know, going on, you know, going through the rest of his career, like, you know, maybe going to a team for a year or two to be the bridge guy to another quarterback? Do you think that's a possibility for him? It depends. I mean, it, you know, are you, are you running a, uh, a similar scheme with your backup you guy? Go. I mean, yeah, I, I, I'm surprised more teams don't think that way, right? Like Jalen Hurts mm -hmm. is the Eagles starting quarterback this year. They went out and signed Joe Flacco, right? <laughs> Who maybe can move a little bit better than we give him credit for, but he's not going to run the same kind of things. You're not going to run a zone read and be worried about, oh, is Flacco going to keep the ball as a defense? You're not worried about that. So I'm surprised that more teams don't do that. And the fact that they don't leads me to believe that they wouldn't sit there and say, well, we've got a guy who's a dual threat that we drafted, whether it's Justin Fields or Trey Lance yeah. or whatever, somebody like that. So we've got to get Cam Newton in here because he fits that and he can teach him and we can run the same things and practice the same things day in and day out. So, yeah, I, I would think that that would be the way for him to be a bridge quarterback, but it doesn't seem that the, uh, that teams actually think that way. So I, I would agree with you. This could be uh, the end of the road for Cam Newton, uh, maybe who is going to jump into a media career, uh, which he's kind of already done, right? He's, he's had already did YouTube. it. He's already done it, man. He, he's done his YouTube things yeah. before. He's had the, remember the group chat with him and uh, uh, Odell and yep. uh, it was Todd Gurley last year. Yep. And listen, he's, I, I when it when it's on, when I see a link, I go check it out. I want to hear what he has to say. Absolutely. He's a tremendous personality. So so maybe that's what's next for him. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, thirty-seven minutes later, because you pay the water bill, so you can stay in there as long as you want. You're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. All right. Andy Dalton, Justin Fields, situation, quarterback situation in Chicago. Um, thoughts on that, man, because uh, if I was Matt Nagy, Justin Fields would have to play himself out of the starting job, uh, in my opinion. What are your thoughts on that? Uh 
I think he's shown enough, right? I do. Um, I'm going to answer this out of both sides of my mouth. I think he's shown <laughs> enough. But the reporter in me tells me, from what I heard, that they think Andy Dalton's going to run this offense the right way out of the gate. And for them, they've got a coach and a general manager who are hanging on by a thread, right? So they need to win football games, and they need to win them early in the season. They think Andy Dalton gives them the best chance to win football games in large part. And Nagy said this the other day because Fields hasn't seen the curveballs and the changeups from defenses yet. He's just seen the straight groove it fastballs that you see in, in, in preseason. So he thinks putting them out there is going to change things with regard to his effectiveness and how quickly he's going to process things. So we'll see about that. I also believe, and you tell me if you disagree. Yeah, let me hear it. Let me hear it. The best way to keep your job or make a statement to keep your job is to say, look at this quarterback we drafted. Look at what he's capable of doing. Give us a chance to build around this to guy. Build him. Yes. yes. And we'll go forward. So that's how I would have did it, Jeezy. That Justin Fields would have had to say, I don't want to start here. I don't want to play. <laughs> that would have had to have come out of his mouth for him not to be the starting quarterback here. And let's just be honest. Um, the Chicago Bears offensive line ain't that good, man. They're not. I've seen it in preseason. I saw it last year. Uh, it doesn't matter whether it's the first, second, or third team. And I think Matt Nagy could design a scheme where it's not that difficult. It's not make. It's not. The, it's not where Justin Fields got to make a lot of decisions. But he's also using his movement ability and helping out that offensive line, man. To me, you have a, a premier running back in David Montgomery, but. I'm not so sure that Matt Nagy understands how to call a run game. To me, that's why you have to have a quarterback with some movement because the quarterback with the movement makes you look good, uh, a play caller. He's the guy that takes the extra defender. He's the guy that forces the defense to play 11 on 11 football. So I, I just, I don't know, man. I, I did have somebody ask me this. Do I think uh, Andy Dalton is better than a Cam Newton? And it's just like, uh, I don't know, depending on the offense. I think depending on the offense, I, I, I think he, he could be better. But I don't, I don't necessarily know about that, man. What are your thoughts? I, I, I don't know. Is is strawberry ice cream better than butter pecan? I don't no. know. Okay, I got, I got to preface it. We were talking about bridge quarterbacks, okay? And could Cam be a bridge quarterback? That's why actually the bridge quarterback thing. Yeah. Could Cam be a bridge quarterback to a younger quarterback? Andy Dalton's being a bridge quarterback to a younger quarterback? I don't think Cam can do it. Um, And I, I look out there, and I'm not so sure Andy Dalton is going to keep that job too long, Jeezy. I really don't. Think oh well, that's it. Now listen, that's that's a different <laughs> question. That's a different <laughs> question because we did see a quick hook last year when they started the season with Mitchell Trubisky. He struggled. Wait, what week was that? Two, three against two. The I think it was two. Yeah, <laughs> two quick hook and got Nick Foles in there. Not that that had a great impact. I mean, it did in that game when they came back and won that game, but the hook was quick. And it, you got to figure it's even quicker now because of what we talked about, because of the 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 fact that they're on a, a season, an extra season, head coach and general manager that a lot of people didn't think that they were going to get. And they understand it. They know that this is put up or shut up time for them. So it's not like they're going to be sitting there at one and four and we're going to be talking about good morning football weekend. When are they going to turn? They'll have already turned it over to Justin Fields if we get to that part. I truly believe that. All right, let's let's look at the situation in San Francisco. Jimmy Garoppolo, Trey Lance. Now, for me, I think Jimmy Garoppolo should be the starter to start this season. 
Um, I think it's a little different than the Justin Fields situation with Trey Lance, just being the fact that Trey Lance hadn't played a lot of football over the last two years. Um, I have seen him have some hiccups in this preseason. I've seen him be explosive in the preseason too. I still think his ceiling is a lot higher than Jimmy Garoppolo's. I think his ceiling takes this offense to a new dimension that Kyle Shanahan or this National Football League hadn't seen yet. But I'm not so sure he's ready right now. I think Jimmy Garoppolo gives this team the better chance to win right now. And it seems like wherever Jimmy plays, if he's healthy, the team wins. So I don't think San Francisco can go wrong in this. I did hear people start to compare Trey Lance's situation to maybe Taysom Hill. I hope they don't do that. Um, I, I just don't think he's comparable to Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill actually is an H-back, actually is a fullback, can actually do those other things. When you see Trey Lance and Jimmy Garoppolo on the field together, those are two quarterbacks. I don't think you see Trey Lance doing anything other than playing the quarterback position. So I would go with Jimmy Garoppolo first, and maybe I think maybe week set, week six or seven, when you see Trey Lance's, you know, the, the little package that they're going to have for him grow, I think they're just going to look around and say, hey, hell, we might as well just start the kid. You know what I'm saying? I think that's how that'll go. Give us your thoughts on the San Francisco quarterback situation. I, I think he's going to play his way into, into the job for sure. I mean, listen, J- Jimmy Garoppolo, there's nothing he can do to hold off Trey Lance if Trey Lance is ready, right? Like, there's no... Even if he's winning? Even if... I mean, yeah. let's say let's say the, the 49ers are 6-0, and 7-0. And and at practice, though, you're just like, dude, this kid has to play. I'm sure it happened in Kansas City with Patrick Mahomes when Alex was playing. I'm sure that it was happening. You, you still think he, 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 if they're undefeated, he plays his way into a, a starting, starting job? I believe that Chicago, let's go back to Chicago for a second, because yeah. I believe they could be a Kansas City-type situation where they go, let's go the whole season if Andy Dalton can play well enough and just not even have Justin Fields take a snap, and then next year we'll turn it over to him like Kansas City turned it over to Mahomes. Really? By the way, Nag- Nagy was in was part Kansas of City a couple of years ago with Andy Reid, so he understands that that way of thinking. Um, you really but, so you really like you don't think maybe Justin Fields because he's played a lot more football, maybe is in a different situation than Trey Lance right now. Uh, no, well, no, I think I think it's I think it's in San Francisco a guy that they as soon as they get an opening, as soon as they see a chance to get him in there. As soon as he shows he's ready, I mean, you know, are, are they are they 6-0, 7-0? I suppose that's a little bit different. Um, but if they're playing well and, and they're moving along as, as a team, but Trey Lance is, like, showing them things in practice where they go, we got, like, it's time. There's, there's really, at that point, to me, nothing really that Jimmy Garoppolo can do to hold it off. Now, the other scenario is. But if he's winning, that's holding him off, Jeezy. I, I don't I don't think. I mean, I just. You think it, they did too hard. much to go up to get him. So it's like we got to. Yeah, it. but it's hard. It's, it's, I, I just know that they're impressed, right? I know that they thought he was more ready than teams, other teams thought. And I know that that only increased from when he showed up there in the spring and was in on meetings and was doing stuff on the field. And they were like, wow, yeah, he's even more prepared than we thought he was. He's got the right mentality because much as he did come from an FCS school, North Dakota state, as we saw with Carson Wentz, it's a pro style. It's a pro style offense and a, and a pro style situation because you are the biggest thing in town at North Dakota state. And you have to uh, 
they, they, first of all, they get you ready from when you when you're when you're there as a freshman. You're drilling. They double drill. So you're, you're not just standing there watching. You're participating from day one at North Dakota State. And I think that helps oh, wow. your preparation. Um, so I, I just I, I I think that they're really close to getting to that point where they were going to turn it over to him. And if he didn't have any hiccups in the preseason, they probably would have. I really believe oh, that. You you believe that they would have came out strong and just made Trey Lance the starter, even with Jimmy Garoppolo on, yeah. on, on the roster with no trade offers right now? Because I would think that, I, honestly, Jeezy, I thought John Lynch and, and Kyle Shanahan was saying all this from a competitive standpoint. Like, I'm, let me big up Jimmy because I really want Trey Lance in there. I need somebody to come get Jimmy so we can get maybe some picks and stuff back. You know what I'm saying? I thought it was maybe that kind of a situation. But the closer it gets to the season, I think I, I, I think they're going to go with him for I think they're going to ride with Jimmy for a little bit, man. I truly believe that there was a way where Trey – and now he would have he would have had to have been close to perfect to make it yeah. happen. Um, but I really do believe that there was a, a crack in the door that he could have pushed his way through to start the season. And, and that crack's going to get bigger as he's going to continue to practice and do things day in and day out that they're going to say – and there's going to be packages for him. I mean, I know what you're saying about Taysom Hill. It's yeah. not necessarily that. That's the other thing, too. If you start Garoppolo – you can have teams prepare for two quarterbacks. That's true. If you start Trey Lance, nobody's going to say, well, we better be ready for Jimmy too, right? That's true. So I understand it from that perspective. I'm not a fan of having two quarterbacks, but I understand how a coach would say, hey, this is going to make defensive coordinators spend more time preparing for both quarterbacks. And the more they got to prepare for Trey, the less they're able to prepare for Jimmy, which is great. So um, I I think you're going to see the dual system as we get into it. Um, And the other thing is, what if a quarterback goes down for another team that's competitive? A Sam Bradford type situation. I know I'm not that the 49ers are rooting for injuries, but if that (laughs) could present itself, I guarantee you they'll jump at the chance to move Jimmy Garoppolo and get value back for him. Well, Jeezy, man, this was fun, dog. This was fun, man. Chopping it up with you, man, for 20, 30 minutes, man. Talking about some of the some of the big headlines in the National Football League. These quarterbacks are crazy, man. They make a lot of money. I know you said you don't, you know, you don't necessarily believe in the two quarterback system. I think platoon system for quarterbacks are coming. They make too much money. So it's coming. But that's a whole nother episode. That will do it for this week's episode of Total Access the Locker Room. For more insight with the locker room point of view, check out the latest episodes every Wednesday and Friday on Apple and Spotify. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.